a playlist original. ready to be petty. Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I am so glad you're here. I am so excited for today's episode. I'm joined by Nora of the State of the Union pod. It's on hiatus though, but you can still check out their Insta. They do stuff on their stories and then at Finding Nori on TikTok. And we are talking about a very fun, very controversial week in pop culture I actually want to do my patrons shout out to Nora she is a lovely one of the petty betties and I just appreciate Nora so much because okay this is embarrassing because she's going to be listening to this but like she is so funny and so kind and zero percent like awkward like we met in person after just you know DMing a few times on Instagram and we had the best time and it was like meeting a friend that I had known for a really long time so she's super funny and she shares the funniest shit on the discord and Nora I just really appreciate you as a friend and a patron so thank you so much if you're interested in joining our patreon you can find us at patreon.com slash rtbp podcast I post an extra bonus episode each week and then you get access to our patron discord where we chat about the episodes, what's going on in celebrity gossip and many other fun things. And this week's episode is going to be with Nicholas. He is joining me to do a full Midnight's Rundown. So that's going to be super fun. That will be out on Thursday. And thank you so much if you attended our live stream. It was so much fun. It was scary because we hadn't done it before, but I just had an absolute blast. So thank you so much for coming out and supporting that. Last but not least, before we get to today's episode, I was on the podcast X Knows All with Christy. She is such a freaking gem. And we talked about Queen Kristen Cavallari. So go listen to my episode with Christy over at X Knows All. Okay, folks, that's it from me. Let's get to the show. Here is my conversation with Nora. I'm back with a very special guest, Nora. Nora, how are you? I'm good. I'm really excited to be on RTBP. I'm so excited you're here. Oh my God, stop. So, okay, let's tell the listeners how we met. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just posted, I was like, hey, everyone, I'm going to be at the Beyond the Blinds DC show randomly. Yeah. If anyone's going and wants to meet for like a pre-drink, let's meet up. And then you were the only one that messaged <laughs> Yeah, I swiped me. up and I was like, oh my God, because I was hearing you talk about that. Like, oh, I'm going to be in DC. And I was like, mm-hmm. no way. Like, I'm going, I'm going to be there. Like, I want to go to this show. Um, And I knew that if I like brought a friend with me that they would be like, super overwhelming, like overwhelmed by it. And also they, yeah. about, what was it? It was like Joel and Benji Madden. Yeah. <laughs> so 
So I was like, yeah, this would have probably been a lot for like the average, the casual pop culture enjoyer. So I was really glad that you were going to this show and yeah, we got to meet in person and it was really, it was really nice. I love an internet friend. Me too. Me too. We went to this cute little tiki bar in the DC, like, yes. what was it? Like the, the docks? Or, it's the wharf. Like, yeah. It's kind of like where all of the like concerts and there's a lot of like corporate hotels. Um, it's also where for American listeners, Senator Joe Manchin, he's really, yeah. he's like a really bad one. Um, <laughs> not to get political on RTV, but we are in DC. <laughs> He yeah. lives on a houseboat and his houseboat is like parked there. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he I says that it. DC rent is too expensive and so he has a houseboat. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show is super fun. The drinks were good. The crowd was really good. Troy yeah. and Kelly were really good. So that was yeah, super fun. It was funny. It was a good show. And you do host a podcast that's currently on hiatus, I State do. of the Union. I do. I think that host would be a little bit of a stretch. My friend Charlie and I, we started podcasting like maybe like six months ago, I think like in January. We put out an episode and people really liked it. Like just our friends and stuff listened and like really liked it. And then we were kind of like inconsistently recording. The hardest part is editing. I'm really Oh god. You're telling me. At like editing um podcasts. But I always like to say I also have a TikTok, so follow me on TikTok. Yes. I had a TikTok go viral a couple weeks ago where I was ranking lesbian TV couples. And I still... Oh, my God. I probably saw it (laughs) and didn't realize it was you. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you after. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still getting comments because people love controversy. And, like, Mm -hmm. I get, like, hate comments and, like, views and stuff from that. Because I've always thought, like, I could go viral. Like, I could be internet famous if I just put in, like, a little bit of effort. Um, But, like, sustaining that effort is really hard so fucking hard trust me but I am like pretty good at saying like moderately controversial things (laughs) on TikTok especially people can run with like the smallest little thing they'll be like he said totally and I kind of like thrive off of that oh that's so interesting because I feel like all of my friends that are TikTokers are the opposite I will like get a comment like I'll look at my this is like every time I look at my I like open my TikTok there's like new people commenting like you said this and I can't believe you said this couple was bad etc etc and I'm like look these are just my own personal opinions you should agree with them because I'm right I'm always right (laughs) and if you don't like I I'm sorry I don't know what to tell you that's so funny okay plug your TikTok what's your handle um it's at finding nori Finding, like, Finding Dory, movie starring the Ellen DeGeneres. Yes, the Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I am so excited to chat with you because I feel like last week in the pop culture sphere, it was so dry. And then all of a sudden, like, everything happened. Everything. Everything all at once. Everything. Everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> what was like I'm trying to think of the first thing that really happened this week. Oh, the Selena <laughs> and yes, the Selena and Haley Pitcher. Okay, so let's get into it. We're going to talk about the C- Selena and Haley Pitcher that broke my internet. Yeah. The Olivia and Jason leaked text messages. Yes. James Corden being canceled. 
the Glee documentary, Billie Eilish and her new BF, and then Billy Ray and his new fiance. And then Nora is going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week and share her this week in Petty Story. So I never thought in my lifetime this would happen. Never. Never. Like, if I had to, you know how everyone's like, let's let's do a pop culture bingo card for this year. It's like, I never would have ever thought of this. Right. Like, the fact that they were in the same room and, like, t- like their, their body language, they were so close. So close. Because that's the thing, is I feel like over the years, like, at certain award shows and stuff, they've crossed paths in, like, yeah. a crowded room. Yeah. But the way that this picture, like... I want to dissect the body language because, okay, so they were both at the Academy Music Museum Gala, which is also just, like, random. Like, it's not like this was, like, the Met or the Oscars right, or something. Right. And there was, like, a few photos released, and they are, like, gripping each other with, like, the most gorgeous smiles I've ever seen. They both look so beautiful. I know. They're it was both annoying so beautiful. But- <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know people shit on Hailey Bieber, but like, she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful and I love her style so much. And she's so like influential. Like I put chrome powder on my nails now because of her. And like, she has like her Hailey Bieber smoothie at Erewhon. Like everybody does what she does, whether they want to. Totally. It's interesting though, because I don't see her as like, a Gigi or a Bella but maybe she is because you're right she does definitely influence like I would say like streetwear and stuff like the boxy shoulder yeah. uh, blazer and shit yeah I feel like Bella is definitely more of like the trendsetter yeah but Haley is like the perfect like trend follower but she also like yes. comes up with her own stuff I think sometimes like her nails yeah um yeah yeah not gonna gatekeep which I respect yes that is one thing she does really well I feel yeah. like is especially with those nails she definitely like oh, that was God. a moment yeah. yeah I don't know I just feel like she seems like trying to do creative projects but then also is kind of just like a socialite so I feel like she's in this like weird category something that I was thinking about the other day is the fact that she and Hilaria Baldwin spend holidays together (laughs) together. (laughs) that really messed with my mind like I was just like yeah I can't imagine yeah like they probably exchange Christmas gifts Like it blows my mind. So the 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 picture of Selena and Haley. Do you think it was like planned beforehand? Like Selena slid into Haley's DM and DMs was like, "You're trying to promote stuff. I'm trying to promote stuff. We're both gonna be at this gala. Like, let's take a picture and then like never speak again." Or do you think they really just authentically bumped into each other and were like, "Let's snap a photo," or or what do you think happened? really don't know because like the skeptic in me wants to be like it was PR it was totally staged they're both promoting their stuff um like Selena has her documentary coming out obviously um and this is like good for the narrative that they're like friends or like at least just photographed together like literally between the internet like that's great yes part of me is like 
maybe it was just like they a photographer found both of them and was like hey let me get a picture of both of you and they you know got whatever attention from that yeah I could obviously that's the dream scenario yeah like I could see that going both ways if I were like hired to photograph an event and I saw Hailey Bieber like here and Selena Gomez like here I would be like how can I trick these two into like merging together to take one singular photo and it was probably like really awkward and they were both like hey and then just didn't speak after the photo yes yes I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how the photographer would get like between 10 to 20 comments on their Instagram posts and then they posted this picture and it immediately had like 20,000 comments (laughs) yeah (laughs) so just don't know I mean I don't know like I guess the Haley and Selena beef kind of feels like it's doing more for them than their you know projects projects or like yeah they're like beef or whatever people are interpreting with that like kind of feels more beneficial to them than if they were just like no we're fine like we don't hate each other yes okay so that's what I was kind of thinking too because it's kind of like that thing like I think of Kristen Cavallari all the time because it's like and Stephen Coletti it's like yeah they didn't want to talk about the thing that everyone wanted to talk to, uh, to them about which was Laguna Beach right Haley and Selena didn't talk about Justin because but that's anything like that's everything people cared about and then I feel like they finally had a change of heart that was like okay if this is going to be the thing that people continue to ask me like I might as well like capitalize on it a hundred percent I also think that like I don't think that there's like any real bad blood between them like I do think that Justin cheated on Selena with Haley and then cheated on Haley with Selena and like probably was still in love with her for a while I don't think that I hope to God Selena never gets back with Justin Bieber like I think he's a real piece of shit (laughs) yeah totally Um, um and so maybe it's also like she has some sympathy for Haley like she knows what she's going through because like Selena was kind of in a really bad place it seems like when she was dating Justin and like Justin doesn't seem to be in a good place right now either and like from every you know lines and stuff that I've heard it doesn't seem like a good happy loving relationship and like I don't know I feel really bad for her like I look at her with like sympathy that like she probably didn't know what she was getting herself into yeah 100% that's a good point like Selena does seem like a really empathetic person and you're right I think she looks back on her relationship with Justin and she was like it was fucking toxic right and you're right maybe she you know reads the news or talks to her friends and realizes yeah that Haley's going through a tough time and she's probably like a I dodged a bullet b I can like maybe like support you or like just yeah. not support you like I'm gonna like actually continuously help you but like reach out and just show a sign of support yeah I don't see her hating or being like resentful maybe Haley because she seems I mean Haley's always on the internet so she seems like she has a real petty spirit in her which I love <laughs> Yeah. Love that. Yeah, me too. Like, I would be like that. Like, I know that people are like, oh, for celebrities, just, like, keep your mouth shut and nothing bad will happen and stuff like that. I'm like, I would be the Uh-oh. the Hailey Bieber, like, stitching TikToks yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Also, there's just like so much shady stuff going on with Justin, like throughout the timeline of their relationship. Because I feel like when he was with Selena, that was like the height of both of their fame. And yeah. now he's kind of like fallen off a little bit, which like does make me sad. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it's kind of inevitable for someone who was like so big so young so young yeah and like 100%. exposed to a lot of shit so I don't really know like I feel like this relationship with Haley, like I it's it's concerning a little bit yeah for maybe sure she, maybe she'll listen Haley, if you're listening yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is chronically online right <laughs> well I am too so yeah yeah <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to see if they have, like, another run-in together. I don't know. Maybe this picture will just ease tension. So, like, when Justin and Haley are at the next Met, they're not, like – like, do you remember last year when everyone was chanting, like, Selena, Selena? So – Unreal. Yeah. It's so mean. So maybe this will, like, kind of, like, calm down some of the, like, Jelena stands. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm a Jelena stan. I want to make that clear, but like I'm not <laughs> like in the worst way possible because I think Justin Bieber is like truly awful, but I'm not on Reddit being like fuck Haley like yeah, yeah. Yeah, they need to get divorced. Like I'm just I I I'm quietly a Jelena stan. Were you a big Justin Bieber fan? Yes. Okay. Okay. But I wasn't like so I went to his concert and yeah. But, like, I didn't have, like, merch or, like, I didn't bring, like, a sign or, like, do you know? Like, I was, like, I would say if it was, like, a scale of 1 to 10, I was, like, a 7. Okay. I was in middle school during, like, peak, like, Bieber. Bieber fever. Bieber fever. (laughs) And, like, I was also in middle school to early high school and peak, like, One Direction era. and Love it. So there were so many girls who were like at a 10, like doing the most. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Fun to like look back on and be like, wow, wonder where they are now. Yes. 100%. Because <laughs> like going to that concert, like I remember in front of me was a dad wearing a leather jacket and like on the back, it was like, my daughter made me a believer or something like, like it was like a believer or whatever like it was like it was pandemonium for sure so yeah wonder where those how those girlies are doing I know. if you're if you're one of them like dm us yeah like, let us know update us <laughs> <laughs> if you like ever photoshopped a picture of you over selena's face yes with justin like just dm <laughs> yeah dm the pic and <laughs> we'll discuss from there yeah. So Olivia and Jason like won't get the fuck out of the news and I'm like so tired of oh it. God. It's getting like exhausting. Like I saw a podcast and it was like we're going to cover like the updated like don't worry darling stuff and or like Ugh. Olivia and Justin stuff and I literally was like delete or yeah. Jason stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but this week there were allegedly leaked texts from Olivia and Jason's nanny of their kids you know, it revealed a lot about kind of maybe what went down like during the divorce and when she got together with Harry Styles. What were your like biggest takeaways? I feel like, okay, the salad dressing thing was really fucking funny. So funny. That was the biggest, my biggest takeaway. 
everything about like Jason Sudeikis like being a piece of shit I was just like yeah that I don't know that tracks like I don't view men in Hollywood as like good people Um, no yeah I don't know I am like I'm like in my heart I'm like oh I'm so over this but then I see something new and I'm like but I'm gonna keep paying attention I'm gonna keep coming back for more don't worry darling drama also apparently the movie was released on prime this week oh wild yeah like right when this happened Oh, so again, do you think it's fucking fake? I don't know. I don't know what to think at this point. I just, I don't know. And like, I went to see Don't Worry Darling. I mean, I I had to. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it was like, okay. I wasn't impressed, but I wasn't like angry. I wasn't like, I can't believe I wasted my time. It's like funny to see Harry on screen. I feel like he's the biggest draw for me, but I just like, I can't muster the... I was gonna say the the courage to go to a movie theater and watch it but if it's on prime like I definitely have prime so yeah I think it just I would watch it then I think it like just came out on prime now but I feel like when there's like a public messy divorce it's either like a I feel like it can go either like a Britney and K-Fed way where everybody picks a side or it can be kind of like this where it's like there's really no clear winner or loser it's just like two messy people who are in the spotlight and probably have too much money at their Mm. disposal to just like be messy but I did think it was funny that Olivia Wilde posted the salad dressing recipe that was super funny that was really really good yeah, that's why I'm like all these moments where like you're super funny. So I don't understand why you can also be like this annoying. Yeah. So they release a joint statement. And again, I like I don't think it helped either of their cases. And I just feel like, yeah, both teams are doing so much press and PR shit for I don't know just not it's not worth it like their their careers to me and their you know like their projects are not worth it like I've soured on Ted Lasso so much I'm like I really do not want to watch season three or whatever yeah I am wondering how Harry is coming out unscathed from all of this like he, he always comes out unscathed I'm a Harry Styles hater I'm gonna admit that trigger warning to the listener <laughs> yeah everyone's um, like exit out everyone's like nope we love him um yeah I don't care I'm gonna speak my truth yeah um, yes. but I just he always comes out of these things like completely unscathed and I don't understand like how he keeps doing it time and time again because he's like cute and charming but like I don't know I know sometimes I'm like he's not that cute and charming and like yeah maybe we'll get canceled over this because like I basically give Justin Bieber so much slack because I think he's cute and charming (laughs) so like I am the biggest hypocrite I'm gonna say this is the most biased opinion ever but I'm like he literally is still the press's like angel and I was like I don't love how you who you surround yourself with like Olivia seems toxic and then kind of leads us into our next story which is James Corden getting canceled because Harry and James are also BFFs yeah yeah so I I just you're right like I just I guess it's because 
in a lot of people's eyes, he can do no wrong. And he just, his fame has surpassed a, a, any possible cancellation. Yeah. But I don't know. I just... I, I do know. think that like I can see him going in the Leonardo DiCaprio way where eventually he's gonna get kind of old and ugly and we're <laughs> gonna find his behavior like repulsive. Atrocious. Like, right? Like yes. nobody looks at Leonardo DiCaprio and is like what you're doing is totally okay. Like what you do that's in your life so is true. Okay, that's so sad to me because yeah, Leo <laughs> like literally no, yeah, that was really sad. Like <laughs> But, like, I actually kind of agree. And this is, like, I feel like a really hot take, but, like, really valid. Because you're right. Leo DiCaprio was, like, the it boy of the 90s. And then, yeah, he got, like, that scrubby beard, wears a newsboy cap, (laughs) and, like, is graying and... Now he, like, is only beloved by, like, fellow A-list actors. Right. And he, like, dates 25-year-olds, 24-year-olds. Yes. And honestly, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. The way Harry Styles' hairline is going. Oh, my God. He needs to take immediate action. (laughs) I'm dead serious. I'm dead fucking serious. Immediate action. Immediate intervention. Because he could – you're right. He could end up like Leo. (laughs) Oh my god yeah, yeah. I'm, I actually am afraid of that because we don't need another Leonardo DiCaprio like I would prefer Truly. I prefer my celebrities to be attractive <laughs> yeah. <But take. laughs> yeah yeah I don't want to see a movie with like ugly people with like unattractive people <laughs> <laughs> okay speaking of people that are ugly yeah. at least <laughs> but personality wise The aforementioned James Corden, this is, like, gotta be one of the funniest stories we've heard in a really long time. This is so funny. I... It was so fucking funny. I can't believe, like, this is... I feel like people have been talking about... Oh, do you want to introduce this first before we... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, everyone knows. No. (laughs) No. Okay, you're right. You're right. So, there is a famous New York City restauranteur who owns Baldazar... Yeah. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. I think that's right. Balthazar. Okay. It's a mouthful. And tons of celebrity goes, tons of celebrities go. It's very much like Carbone Mm -hmm. or Craig's or um, just like probably overpriced food, Mm -hmm. but all vibes, all celebs. And again, it's a staple in New York. And James Corden was banned by the owner. Um, The owner posted to Instagram. And is he a husband of a real housewife? Is he? Wait, because it's Kate McNally, right? I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to literally die. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure he's a housewife husband. Or, like somehow related to that tv show but which is oh my god so (laughs) he should be on housewives yes he should be like he 100 should be he's so funny so he made this like really long instagram post about how james was the worst customer that he's had in 25 years of owning balthazar and banned him from the restaurant i guess in the restaurant industry it's called 86 yeah And then I guess James called him and then 
profusely apologized and then was later unbanned. But for us, this is not news because we know that James Corden is a loser because of the blind items. Right. Like he's a monster. Yes. I think that my first, okay, my first impression of James Corden outside of his little show, Carpool Karaoke, was, oh, Into the Woods. He was in that movie, Into the Woods. And I assumed that he was gay. And then I found out that he was (laughs) married with children. And that's something that I hate when that happens. Okay, also... You're not the first person to tell me this in the last 24 hours. I, I, think, I think everyone thinks of him as a gay, as gay. As, as a gay? As a gay, as a gay. And I think that maybe he should consider rebranding. He could pull like a whole and be like, Truly. guys, you, I'm not mean. I'm actually just in, I was in the closet. Now yeah. I'm coming out. Oh my God. Oh my God. To way too many people do that. I feel like that was, um... Nick Prugo on the Bling Ring documentary. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I burglarized a bunch of houses. He's like, but I was really struggling with the fact that I was gay. And I was like, I'm sure that was extremely difficult. But like, (laughs) please don't commit very serious crimes because of it. Like being middle, upper middle class and gay. And white. LA, right. In LA in the 2000s. Like, calm down. Yeah. So uh, anyways, yeah, I just like I'm here for him being canceled. Honestly, I I feel like his talk show, his segments other than carpool karaoke, like I'm a sucker for that. But it's more the like stars, not him in particular. Yeah. And I'm just like I'm over everything. I didn't like him in prom. I didn't like him in cats. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was going to say Ratatouille for some reason. No, no. Don't ruin Ratatouille. Don't put it down on I won't. Pedestal. I won't. No, I was like, yeah, because people have said in, like, blind items and stuff. I don't even think it's, like, blind items either. Like, I feel like even Dumont right? saying, like, yeah, he's awful. He, like, berates servers. And that's kind of, like, what? Okay, I don't want to say it's the worst thing you can do as a celebrity because, obviously, you could commit actual crimes. Yes. Um, but, like, berating servers and, like, people at restaurants and, like, people in public, like, being rude to people is just, like, evil. Like, that's so evil. Yeah, I definitely think it's, like, a big sign of who you actually are as a person is, like, how you treat, you know, restaurant workers or, right. like, at the spa or, like, whatever. Yeah. And I agree that, like, people – even Hailey Bieber has had rumors that she's a bad customer and it's, like yeah. – I just, I think it's truly an indication of, like, who you are. Like, I vividly remember, it was either on Keeping Up with the Kardashians or the new iteration of the mm-hmm. Kardashians, where Chris was on the phone with Chloe in their Escalade yes. or yes, whatever. Yes, was in the new one. Yes, and... Um, and she's so rude to him. Yeah, the driver, she's, like, asking the driver to shut the door, but she was, like, barking at him, and I was uh-huh. like... Also, if you're an ex- executive producer, like, cut that out. <laughs> like, right. Like, people, that's how I feel about James Corden, too. It's like, you're at a restaurant with, like, tons of celebrities. And, like, people go to that restaurant to, like, spot celebrities. Like, you're in 
a place where people are a public place where people are going to see you and you are a public figure like behave yourself in public yeah 100 percent. yeah like obviously we're hoping that they behave in public and private right like good people but like at least publicly <laughs> at least in public it kind of is like when you see when like a celebrity gets canceled for like making like saying like really horrible things in the past like on Twitter or whatever and people like find like racist tweets it's like you are a famous person you can pay somebody to like scrub the internet for your tweets and the fact that you like don't do that means that you think that this is like okay like the fact that he hold himself back in public means that like he thinks it's okay to like treat people like this which is like awful yeah I completely agree and it's like if Yes, this was one particular incident that blew up, but it's like, I'm sure there's so many more. Yeah. And you're totally right. Like, people now are internet sleuths and are just have their phones out in public all the time. So it's like, you cannot be doing this. And you're right. I think it really comes down to it that they think it's okay. Like, Mm-hmm. when they don't go through and, and scour their social media, etc. Like they're like, yeah. okay, well, if this, if this gets found, it'll either um, be totally okay with my audience because right. that's the type of audience they're cultivating or I'll just, it'll blow over eventually. Like, right. Well, that was yeah. like the whole thing with like tinks. Like that was a while ago. Yes. But, like people were like, like, the people that she thought were her fans, she probably thought like, oh, they won't care about this. Cause like she definitely had the resources to like hire people to go through her Twitter. And the fact that she didn't is just like, okay, you're either like really stupid, which I don't think she is, or just like, you don't care. And you like, yeah. don't care if you're isolating people because they don't fit into like what you think you're, like who you want your fans to be. 100 percent yeah it's so bad think your fans are just like skinny white girls or like you want your fans to be skinny white girls and like you don't care about any yeah yeah I think that that's the the fact is it's like they want people that are just like them or think just like them right okay yeah with James Corden he's really close with the Kardashians like he's like been on the show a couple of times they're like always on his show especially like Chris, that's a good like point yes that's a good point and especially when uh since Ellen hasn't had her show right. I feel like they've been using the late night shows a lot more so right. yeah I'm wondering who's gonna like double down and like continue to hang out with them or if people will like start to distance themselves I don't know I think that like I feel like in the scale of like bad things that celebrities can do, they're probably like, oh, my celebrity friends are doing much worse things that the public doesn't know about. <laughs> and, Honestly. Like, in all reality, like he's a white man. He's going to be just fine. And like nothing I don't think is really going to come of this. I mean, I think people I think people already hated him. Like I feel like the general yeah. population, I don't know anyone who's like, an avid James Corden stan I think it's just that like the celebrities like him and like of course you want some outlet of press to be in your pocket right right 
I just think that like the people that like James Corden are the people that are like watching The Bachelor, like no shade, but like, like, okay, like I know a lot of people that watch The Bachelor that are like us, like, yeah, look at it with a critical eye and and, like make fun of it. But I feel like their core audience is like, I don't want to say middle America, but like kind of probably from like those kind of flyover states. And same with James's followers, like. I'm sure they're just, this is sounding so shady, but like, I just like, it's probably the same people. Like, yeah. I don't know. Also like, you know, maybe there's some Karens in the mix who are like rude to customer service people and stuff. And they like, don't think it's a big deal. Cause at the end of the day, like people do that all the time. People are mean to waiters and like customer service people and like people who work at stores and stuff. Cause they don't, care especially like rich people because they don't think of them as like in the same level sphere now they're like not in the same sphere so they're not yeah well we'll see how this unfolds if this is again like his just like it kind of glazes over for him or if you know this follows his reputation for a really long time yeah I don't know I kind of hope that it sticks with him or like (laughs) this sounds bad but like I hope that more stories come out yeah, no, it's kind of like the Ellen stuff. Right. Like, I hope more people do come forward. Because I definitely think it's like if this rush, like this restaurant owner obviously has a lot of like money and influence. So they're able to come out and be like, yeah, James Gordon's a dick. Like he's banned from mm-hmm. my restaurant. But like if a server was like, yeah, he was rude to me, then that server would probably get fired. There would be like repercussions for them. Yeah. Um, and like maybe now their people will be like empowered to say something because of this yeah that's a good point because you're right this restaurateur was like really like I feel like respected in the industry and stuff whereas like a random server wherever is like maybe people won't take that seriously or like oh you're just posting this for the clicks or like Mm -hmm. all that stuff Mm -hmm. that's a really good point so let's talk about the glee documentary (laughs) I can't believe that those were can, real. I really I can't. know. Why? I know. I feel the same way just because it feels like it weirdly feels like it was never going to happen. But then also that it was just a matter of time before yeah. it was going to happen. So Discovery Plus announced they are making a three-part documentary about Glee is going to talk to friends and other sources that were involved with the show, but it says that no current cast is involved. So I was like, what does that even mean? Like, right. like what is this going to be? Yes. It did say that it's going to cover like its scandals and I'm assuming also just the absolute like juggernaut of a brand (laughs) that Glee was right but I hope that cast gets involved and I hope they don't brush over like the puck stuff and the Corey stuff and like the the tragic death of Naya and the workplace harassment of Leah Michelle like I hope they cover everything yeah I think that like there's so like there's so much darkness like true true darkness that I think yeah not put that on like a normal television network like you know everything everything and like how much has been alleged especially with like Ryan Murphy he's a 
shady, shady guy. Yes. And like people think that he was involved with some of the stuff with Mark Sailing, like yeah, allegedly. But like I feel like there's just so much more that they could not possibly like a cover in a three part documentary and be like put on a network like TV docu-series, you know? Um, so I think that like, for like our understanding of like, you know, what went down in the Glee world, maybe it'll be a little surface level, but also like, I feel like everybody knows, you know, like what could they re- possibly reveal that we don't know? Also like it just happened. Yeah. Like, Glee wasn't yeah. that long ago totally 100 percent. yeah that's so true yeah I feel like they could also just talk about how poorly it aged okay I saw this on that google doc when you're making this I want to say every time I rewatch Glee I cackle I don't oh yeah it's super funny age like I think maybe people wouldn't say the things they said on Glee now but objectively it was really it was really really funny especially like the first two seasons were like genius television and I feel like yeah that with a lot of like Ryan Murphy tv shows like Scream Queens especially Mm -hmm. it's like one of my favorite shows but like obviously you could get away with saying a lot more on tv than you could now but also like it was very progressive for the time you know like it was kind of a big deal Yeah, for the time, like, you're right, like, in terms of, like, representation and stuff, I feel like it was one of the few shows that just depicted a diverse cast, but, Mm -hmm. which is, like, wild, because, again, I, I, yeah, it has aged poorly. Is it funny? Like, yeah, for sure. And you're right, like, the first two seasons, I haven't watched them since, like, what, 2005 or whatever, but, like, (laughs) They, I really, I remember I really enjoyed the first two seasons and Mm -hmm. then seasons three to five or whatever were like absolute garbage. But I hope they cover all of that because like you're right about the darkness. Like it is so wild to me that three of the main cast members have passed away. Like that is wild. Especially like I think that like Naya's death is a little different because that was like way post glee and that was like I would say I think was like an accident and like very very tragic but I think with like Corey and like Mark Sailing it was like other people from the glee cast were probably involved in some way or another um and like I don't know like dying in like a drug overdose is like like that's really sad and also so sad indicates something like really dark was probably going on on that set Um, yeah and the fact that like he was struggling with like addiction and then still being put on like paraded around and like put on tv is also kind of dark to think about um so I don't really know I feel like it's just weird that they're making this documentary yeah so soon after and I also think that like there are certain things that we'll probably never really know yeah about what really happened like behind the scenes I do think that the like Leah Michelle stuff I think that could be interesting if they actually you know go there because I cannot believe the way that that woman's career has 
recovered from mm-hmm. being accused of like racist harassment of people. Yeah, no one I feel like really even talks about that in anymore. Like no. it's just the funny girl stuff. Yeah, and like oh, Leah Michelle can't read, which is like funny. Yeah, I need to say that, but like I don't know. She seems like a god awful. A lot of rotted, rotted apples on that. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'll be tuning in like premiere date. Oh, that's all 100%. I can say. I'm so excited! I'm so excited to watch it. Me too. Me too. I'm so fucking excited. And yeah, it does seem really soon. I I saw that they did like a Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial movie yeah. reenact, and I was like, that is too soon. Right? Like, like, that's how that just happened yeah like the literally like the ink is not dry on those court documents right and yeah it is kind of gross that everything just like has to be like (laughs) gotta capitalize on this too but like yeah I'm really excited for the Glee documentary what I would love is like someone like a Heather Morris because she's like completely out of the scene to do she played Britney on Glee I would love for her to do like an interview or like a tell all. Like I want a good Glee cast memoir. Yes. Or like that would be what I, that's like what I really, really want. Yes. Yes. I saw on TikTok cause Leah Michelle got bangs and she posted about it on <laughs> TikTok and it was like, my husband said I couldn't get bangs or something. And I was like, you listen to your husband. Right. Like, like what? Why is your husband telling you to do your hair? I know. Like, red flag and then heather morris got bangs and posted on tiktok stop yeah oh that's funny she looks good with bangs heather yeah she does both of them do i don't really in my mind like leah michelle always has bangs like i only think of her as rachel i thought that too i I know oh she didn't already have bangs have bangs part of her face yeah 100 percent. but no no i guess i guess not yeah i Proud of her for making it to TikTok, despite all the vitriol. All the best. Yeah, all the best. To, best know, wishes. Yeah, best wishes. I guess she can listen to podcasts. Yeah, she can hear us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good format for her. Yeah, she's, than... probably, she's probably thriving in the podcast space. Have, you know that um clip of her talking with Bethany Frankel and Andy Cohen, where she's like, they're like, oh, you can't read. And then she's like looking at the card and it like looks like, like- pretending not to be able to. Read. <laughs> Bethany's like, why would people even say that? I would love if people started saying Bethany Frankel can't read. Yeah, let's start that. You heard it here Okay, let's talk about Billie Eilish. She has been seen all over LA, um, like holding hands and kissing her new boyfriend, Jesse Rutherford. Mm-hmm. He is 30 years old. She is 20. He has known her since she was 15. Oh. I guess they're family friends. Oh, God. Thoughts on this new couple? <clears throat> like, repul- like, I'm repulsed. I'm absolutely yeah. horrified. I'm. 22 if mm-hmm. like back when I you know back when I was 20 back in the day if like one of my friends was like yeah meet my 30 year old boyfriend I'd be like I'm like calling the cops like that's <laughs> literally literally burning I don't know I think that there's just this idea that like 
these like you know Hollywood like ingenues and like the young girls and like pop and stuff it's totally fine if they date older men because they're so much more mature and they've had all this life experience and like that's probably what these like men are telling them too like Wilmer Valderrama and Demi like that's totally normal even like The weekend and like Bella Hadid like yes yes I feel like that's just so normal and nobody really I mean now I think people are questioning it more and being like no that's a little gross I do agree that it's like yes people like Billie Eilish will have more life experience than the average 20 year old because of her career right it's like her fucking cerebral cortex (laughs) her prefrontal cortex has not fully formed and like what do you do with a 20 year old at at, at like age 30 what are you talking about yes okay so that's the opposite I'm 30 if one of my friends brought around a 20 year old I'd be like (laughs) why did you bring this child are you babysitting literally like (laughs) in the states they can't even drink you can't drink what are they doing yeah yeah it's it's so fucking weird to me. It's and so weird. yeah, the fact that he knew her when she was like 15, it's like, I hate the like inkling that like guy, older guys are just waiting for a person, usually a, a girl to turn the legal age to start dating. Like it's weird. And it just like keeps happening. And like, even if it's legal, it's still just like, I don't know. It's just like yeah. Gross. Even like, if it's legal, it's weird. Like Scott yeah. Disick and all of his girlfriends. Like yeah. it's like okay, yeah, they're of legal age of consent, but it's like yeah, you still have like twenty years on them. Like it's fucking gross. Yeah, I do think that like I don't know. It's like how you can't really tell your friend to break up with their boyfriend because then they're just gonna like double down on it and distance themselves from you instead of the boyfriend I feel like if people really turn on Billy for this like that's not good because she probably doesn't think of it as like bad and like that's sad and it's like you know hard to watch but yeah also like she's technically an adult and like can make her own choices and like yeah probably in 10 years she's gonna look back on this and be like that was a big mistake and like that was weird and gross and I don't think that means that you can't like hold the man in this accountable but I do think that like she's gonna do it regardless of what people are saying and wasn't she also kind of dating someone else older before she was yeah it kind of reminds me of like Olivia Rodrigo too like she's been paired with a lot of like older guys and yeah just like when you said ingenue I was like oh again reminds me of of Olivia I think that like there's so many creeps in Hollywood and like they're just like preying on I mean that's like what the entire industry is it's just yeah people preying on young women not here for it me neither so our (laughs) next age gap relation that we're gonna talk about Billy Ray Cyrus and Fire Rose are engaged Fire Rose is an Australian singer who's 28 and Billy Ray Cyrus I didn't even look up his age but we all know it's nowhere near the age of 28 like (laughs) I think Miley Cyrus is my age so she's 30 yeah so this is someone younger than one of your daughters yeah 
hate to see it. Hate we hate to see it. Expected. Definitely expected. Like I don't think of Billy Ray as like a really stand up like kind of guy. He's no He definitely has a bit of like sleazy dad energy. <laughs> yeah, he's always given me weird vibes and this just like again confirms it. It is interesting also that she's a singer because it's like, because mm-hmm. obviously he's a singer and like producer and stuff like right. that. So I don't know. I guess that's how they connected. But apparently, and I couldn't find this on the internet, but people are saying that Fire Rose was on Hannah Montana. Yeah. And Nora and I did, like, a quick search, and we couldn't find, like, what her role in it was, like, if she was an extra or, like, had a, you know, a small speaking role or, like, something like that. But I just find that, like, so weird, if that's true. That's weird. I think in the ranking of gross behavior in the episode, I'm going to say this is less weird than the than Billie Eilish's boyfriend um, yes because too. you know her brain is fully developed thank yes yes she, um, is, she is fully an adult and it yes. doesn't seem like they were dating when she was like on Hannah Montana no no so I you're right I you're right I think weird. they only they only started hanging out a few months ago yeah. so I just looked it up he's 61 and she's 28 so it's like it's still fucking weird but yeah I, I definitely feel like since she's like close to 30 it's less weird she's like a full yeah. human um but did the miley unfollowed billy ray yes so that's the i think the Ad- interesting part yeah. about this because it's like we think it's gross but it's like miley also unfollowed billy ray and it's interesting because i feel like when tish and billy ray divorced a lot of the times i think miley was taking billy's side mm-hmm. And was mad at her mom. So, yeah, she fully unfollowed him. Yeah. That's like Sherry Nicole, Addison Ray, Monty kind of drama. It truly is. That's it crazy. truly is. I mean, so yeah. what I'm thinking is like, obviously we couldn't confirm when she was on Hannah Montana. But if she was on the show, let's say around the time that they were like, you know, 15 or 16 and they were like, friends because like Miley has said before that she was like very isolated like being on that show and like she didn't get along with who's the other girl on the show Emily Osmond yeah they like hated each other so she probably didn't like have a lot of friends at the time and like maybe they'd become this is just my theory I have no evidence for this maybe they became friends or just like you're making this so much worse and and then he's like starts dating her and like marries her or like they get engaged after a couple months and she's like okay what the hell this this is weird oh I see what you're saying oh my god okay yes you're right so she's like pissed yes I'm thinking this was someone that she that like Miley was friends with or like and that's why she's pissed because it's like how dare you marry one of my like old friends or something yeah like my teenage friend or whatever that's just what I'm thinking because people did say that she was like on Hannah Montana she's also like a singer songwriter they both have weird names like like she she's definitely in the like she seems like a like Miley's type of girl honestly I don't know maybe that's so true maybe they dated in their team well (laughs) she's Australian maybe they 
maybe maybe Fire Rose introduced her to Liam Hemsworth. Oh my god. <laughs> there could I be, love There could be a connection. <laughs> I feel like we like it's like literally we just made up an entire fake backstory. <laughs> like oh, it's actually none of this happened. because they were best friends. Yeah. And they dated and she introduced them to Liam and then yeah. Dating her and now they're getting married. So yeah, so like it's controversial. (laughs) Maybe there's something else going on though. We don't really know. It could be something completely different, but these are our theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like a financial crime. She's distancing herself. (laughs) Like maybe in a couple of weeks it'll come out that Billy Ray is like wanted for arson or like tax (laughs) evasion or something. Yeah preemptively trying to do it just more theories so we'll check back in on yeah we'll we'll keep you all posted okay let's talk about your pettyweight champion of the week nomination so this is the part of the show where Nora is going to nominate a pettyweight champ of the week someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic who are you nominating this week so by the time that this comes out, Midnight's will have already come out. I want to nominate the queen of all petty, pettiness, Miss Taylor Allison Swift. She has not given the Gaylers what we want. She hasn't given the Swifties what they want. This album hasn't even come out yet. But like people were leaking stuff on Twitter. And it seems like she got that shut down really quickly. I don't know. She's just been on her like petty her petty shit lately and I don't know if I'm here for it or if I'm against it like Taylor is like a friend that I'm in a fight with sometimes yes we're like really friends um I think if I met her in person I would hate her yeah but you know I love to hate I love to hate her Yes, I I know. I'm in such a love-hate relationship with her too because I, I like her so much that I feel like I hold her to like almost impossible standards. But she also continuously disappoints us. I know. So are you specifically talking about the Lavender Haze scandal? So that was kind of the main one. But then there's also just like she's doing things that are, you know, internet crimes, like problematic for the internet, like her song with Lana Del Rey. Mm. Um, she released it. She said her Amazon Prime thing. That was annoying. Yes. She was yes. like, watch this football game on Amazon Prime. I was like, yes. honey, you don't need Amazon coin. You don't need what NFL are you doing? coin. What are you I know. Doing? You're fucking Taylor Swift. Like, right. like, and also, okay, so I have one friend that, like, these are literally her interests NFL and Taylor Swift. Shout out to Dana, but it's like, there's no one else. No one There's else. No, no one else. else. Right. Like, her fan base is like girls and gays and yes. not. Maybe there's some, like, lesbians that, like, intersect with the football, but I don't really think, like, <laughs> I don't know. Lesbians aren't really into football. We're like women's soccer, basketball. Yes. Okay. Yes. But yeah. Yes. The Lavender Haze thing. I feel like you've talked about this on the pod, but that was. No. Crazy. Can you share it for the listeners? Wait, okay. Okay. I guess you also were out of town. So maybe we missed it. Yeah. So basically she said, this was like a week ago at this point, she's been releasing her song titles. One of them is Lavender Haze. All the Gaylers were freaking out because lavender is like, a, it refers to like 
gay people, like queer, like the queer community. Lavender marriage is like a bearded relationship. So like a gay man and a gay woman getting married to hide their sexuality. The Lavender Haze is like, like a journal written about like heteronormativity and like lesbianism. I actually had to read it for a gender studies class. Iconic. So I was like, oh my God, this has to be it. So everybody was like, this has to be it. Like Taylor, come on. And like, I didn't expect her to outright say anything about it or address it because our petty queen Taylor, she doesn't address that kind of thing. She doesn't totally, she doesn't give us what she wants. And then she made a video being like, everybody is talking about all of these weird rumors about my relationship and Lavender Haze is just about like being in love and it's from this random episode of Mad Men and yeah the Gaylers freaked out because they were like yeah she's calling us weird and I'm like well you are weird like you're a <laughs> you're a Swifty <laughs> you're a little <laughs> you're a gay Swifty I say this is a gay Swifty like we're weird okay you are a weirdo and I think it's a little loving if she was referring to that. But anyways, people like lost their minds and they were like, I can't believe she said this. Mm-hmm. I can't believe she's pretending that this is like a Mad Men quote. But that's mm-hmm. like so Taylor. She's so deceptive. Mm-hmm. She wants to keep us on our toes. Mm-hmm. She's evil and I love it. Yes, I feel like Taylor writes songs and then has like the public reason for songs yes and so that was her public you know statement of the song but she has a real hidden meaning about it like obviously I'm one of those like like, (laughs) I so I don't even know what to think about Taylor at this point I'm kind of I'm still confused about Joe Alwyn. It's going to be a mystery, I think, until like the day that we die. I saw a trailer for some Hulu movie that he's going to be in. And I was like, I can't believe that he's still up and coming again. Yeah. Coming yeah. back up. Um, yeah. I every, Anytime I see two blonde people date, I'm disturbed as like, <laughs> like I'm automatically like I don't trust it. I'm like, that's weird. Agreed. Agreed. Where I'm at with Taylor coming out, I don't, I don't know what, like, I don't know where you're at with that. Like, what do you think is going to, like, happen? Like, do you think that she's ever going to come out? Do you think that she should come out? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to tell anyone that they should come out. But, like, I feel like for me, it's like, I do feel bad that, like, our little internet theories have really made have really made it mainstream I think that that's the thing that I like kind of feel bad about because like I've contributed to that and like now like fucking Rolling Stone is writing about it yeah and like yeah I just I don't want to cause someone like inner turmoil but like like Rolling Stone wouldn't have written about it if she I know that see I yes 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 go crazy it makes me go crazy because I I'm exactly this is me spinning my tires every single day of my Literally, life. Literally, because I'm like, this wouldn't have happened if she wasn't okay with it. Okay, so I don't think this is. I think about this with Harry Styles too. I think that with Taylor, everybody knows, everybody thinks that she's, you know, gay or queer because of the people that she's been linked to, and like Diana's come out as like bisexual, I think, but like Carly obviously is like 
married to a billionaire with a baby. And I think that, and then obviously with like Harry Styles too, like he's hinted at it a lot, but like he's been linked to Louis, he's been linked to Nick Grimshaw, like he's been linked to all these people. And I think that like, if they were to like officially come out, it would be dragging other people out with them, you know? Right, right. I think it would be like confirming those relationships. And so that's where I'm like a little bit sympathetic because I'm like, okay, I can see that like, in like Taylor's case especially like she doesn't want to do anything to like hurt Carly or like ruin her bag yeah I kind of did low-key think that because like with lover and all of the clues that she was going to come out with the lover era and then I did kind of think oh maybe she put the brakes on that because of people like Carly yeah and like I think just the way like Carly's like linked to Kushner now and that's really like yeah, like she could be like fucking in trouble. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like a bigger deal, I think, than just like a random. Any, yeah, one hundred percent. Carly's yeah. gonna. Carly like signed a deal with the devil, and now yeah. Taylor's kind of. I think she probably has to go along with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really know. It's a lot. Also, like with Taylor too, it's like if she were to come out. And then, you know, that would, like, confirm those relationships. But it would also confirm that the relationships that she told the public she was in at the time were fake. As fake. And also, most of those people are also rumored to be gay. Queer. I know. I know. It's, like, it's kind of a lot bigger than just her. That's such a good point. She might lose trust in her fan base, not for being queer, but for Mm -hmm. lying about like PR relationships mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. she wants to keep up her relationship with Joe which we all know is fake um <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's real but well I don't know who knows I go back and yeah. forth every single day but I I go back and forth but yeah I think she's petty in a way that I appreciate at first I was like she's being too petty she's doing too much the Swifties are doing too much but like as the as the time approaches, as midnight midnights approach in what, what like three hours at this point. Yes, like we're so close. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Me too. Me too. I'm very very excited. If I'm still awake, I'm gonna tune into your live stream. Please do. Please do. I'm, it's gonna I'm, be super I'm like, fun. I'm like trying to stay up because I really want to listen. <laughs> yeah, me. yeah. Definitely come and hang out. Yes. Okay. Finally, it's time for This Week in Petty, where Nora is going to share a story about something that happened in real life that she is petty about. What are you petty about this week? So I, okay, so I went to a concert last night. I went to see Fletcher and there were these, it was like a really small venue. It was like super packed. And there was this group of girls in front of us who were filming the entire concert, which like people do that now, whatever. I can't be petty about that, even though I'm gonna be I am yeah yeah they were live streaming on Facebook live the entire concert and not only that they were like selfie live streaming at some point where like I'm in the background and I'm like now I'm gonna be on this random person's Facebook live live stream and like maybe they'll catch me in an unflattering angle and that's gonna be on the internet forever like that's rude that's disrespectful (laughs) literally okay I'm so glad you brought this up because 
nothing grinds my gears more than people videotaping shit that they're never going to look at. Who like, watches it? No one watches it. Kate. <laughs> so like I was at fireworks sh- a fireworks show this summer mm-hmm. and like 90% of the people are taking a fucking video of the fireworks show and I'm like, you're never going to watch this. It's going to look like absolute trash on your little iPhone. Right. And people just fucking Google fireworks show <laughs> when a professional is filming it right you don't and same like same with fletcher like i'm sure there is professional uh, videographers video you look up right yes right. like or whenever like the artist is at like fucking coachella or like a big festival or something yeah. there is gonna be video of it and i just it kill or like I remember when I went to the Justin Bieber concert (laughs) I didn't take any video and I was like oh I'm bummed I don't have any like evidence of this it's like yeah and then I just went to the my fucking local news website the next day and there was tons of videos from professionals right right like you don't need to film the entire no I also hate when you're with somebody who's like filming the entire concert and then you like watch it on their Instagram story and you'll hear your like loud obnoxious singing voice in the background and I'm like nothing's worse anywhere that's disrespectful I know I know I know I know you can't even hear it and like I also I will film one to two songs my map yeah like 30 seconds I don't like holding my phone up it's no annoying I don't want to be that person. Um, but sometimes if my, like my friend Charlie, he goes to a lot of concerts and he went to Chromatica Ball in New York like a month or two ago. And I was like, please like film this for me. Like I need to see this. But then when we go to concerts together, I'm like, Charlie, stop filming. And I'm yes. like, Mad. but like mostly that's because I don't want my annoying voice in the background. And I like to, you know, chat and like interact with the person that I'm at a concert well yeah you like to live in the moment and that's what everyone should be doing no shade to anybody listening who does this but like I also (laughs) that's like the sad part for me as I I, like I always think about like this is possibly a once in a lifetime moment right and you're kind of ruining it you're kind of ruining it for other people but also for yourself like Mm -hmm. I don't know I just feel like when I've I don't go to many concerts but anytime I've gone to like a show or even when I've been traveling, mm-hmm. like I like to take a picture, but like I'll quickly snap one and like move on because like I'm enjoying the moment or the right. sunset or like right. whatever it is. Like, I don't know. And that sounds really obnoxious because I didn't used to be that bitch and like <laughs> people being like be present in the moment are annoying. But like, yeah, Look, I don't know. I, I, I truly believe that my screen time is atrocious. Like I spend mine too so much time on my phone, but my phone is like just for me and like in the comfort of my own home. Like my phone is for me to be scrolling on when I'm in bed or whatever, or like when I'm supposed to be doing other things. It is not for like me enjoying myself and like if I'm on the <laughs> phone I'm not enjoying myself like my phone yes rolling taking pictures taking videos like those aren't happy times for me oh nope. my god that's such a good point yeah like if I'm with people and I'm on my phone it's like I'm clearly not present and right, like right enjoying myself that's such a good point right because like there's nothing that I'm gonna see on Twitter that's gonna 
bring me any joy. No. And it's like, you can just look at it two hours later. So exactly. it's like, yes, that is such a good point. And like when you're at a concert, it's like, why are you going to, I don't know. Why are you going to waste your time filming? Like you're yes, and mad. it's for other people. Yeah. Like that's the other thing. It's it's generally not for yourself. Like it's it's for other like, people. Like not on social media or whatever, which is like also kind of annoying. Yeah. So annoying. Yeah, so annoying. Okay, this was like a perfect this week in petty. Yes. Seriously, you brought up one of my like honestly biggest pet peeves. <laughs> this was so much fun. Thank you for coming on. Yes. Thank you for having me. Where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug? I am on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at Nori Blah. My Instagram for my podcast is at State of the Union Pod. And I do, we do post on there like semi-regularly when anything, you know, I like to post about the big stories. Anything newsworthy and noteworthy. You know, if I spend a really long time looking at pictures of Britney Spears on the internet, that's where I'll put them. Um, and my TikTok at Finding Nori. Nice. Thank so, you yeah. so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Nora for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed yourself, share it on your stories. Give the podcast a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And maybe you want to consider joining Patreon. One more time for those at the bag, patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. Remember, you can always DM me and tell me what topics you want covered on the show and you can leave a voicemail let's bring those back speakpipe.com slash ready to be petty okay love you all i hope you are safe and healthy out there as always i'm your host tori and i am ready to be petty see you soon bye